American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. So it's not an accident that when he writes about the rise of industrial capitalism, Marx either explicitly mentions or is clearly talking about textile factories. And when I say it's not an accident, I just I don't just mean that uh, his, his friend and sometimes collaborator, Frederick Engel, actually ran a textile mill in Manchester and was taking money out of the petty cash drawer in order to keep Marx's family from freezing to death in their London flat. That is also true. But it was really logical that he would talk about textile factories because they were the engine at the heart of the Industrial Revolution until late in the 19th century. They drove the development of most of the other developments which were so important in the transformation of the British and the North American economies. Because textile workers, and there were many of them, increasing in number every year, didn't have time to grow their own food, they created a market for commercial farmers. Because they had to have somewhere to live, they created a market for construction workers and contractors. Because they too had to wear clothes, they also expanded the market for textiles and soon for ready-made clothes. And as they're becoming more and more productive, as the efficiency of spinning and weaving is increasing, they're producing so many clothes that new markets have to be found, new consumer markets have to be opened. And so they also inspire the creation not just of a huge effort by Western merchants to go out around the world and open these new markets in Asia, and Africa, and other parts of the world, and Latin America. But they even inspire the creation of the modern advertising sector, because people have to be convinced to buy more clothes, and to buy more of them every year, and to buy enough so that you can have a whole closet full of them. So all of these developments come from textile factories. And in fact, if you look at the US, for instance, you can see that uh, the machine tool industry, the the locomotive industry, uh, all of these other industries are staffed by people who get their training in the textile industry, so that's important as well. All of these things come from the textile industry, but they wouldn't have been possible without what was happening in the cotton fields. As demand for cotton textiles grows, if the price of the raw cotton itself had not been kept low enough to continue uh, to, uh, to enable textile factories to continue to produce cheap textiles, it would not have been possible to open a broad market. The market would have been restricted to those consumers at the higher levels of societies who could afford expensive clothes. Where cotton textiles are so successful is in opening that broad market and continuing to open it. And that depended on low raw cotton prices. So every single day that Charles Ball and someone like, or someone like him, picked three or four pounds more, the price of raw cotton was kept just a little bit lower. And the price of textiles and clothes made by the, those factories was kept just a little bit lower, and the market got just a little bit wider. For more information, go to edX.org and look for American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Or go to facebook.com slash American Capitalism MOOC.
This podcast has been brought to you by Cornell X from Cornell University. Mm-hmm.